Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. In the world of sports, the offseason is a time to relax and regroup after a hard-fought season. But playing with MyBookie gives you the choice to decide when your season begins and ends. At MyBookie.ag, you can bet on hundreds of games and leagues from around the world. Whether it's a game day, Panther parlay, or a long shot winner, MyBookie's got you covered. Use pre-game props or bet the game live to shift the odds in your favor and always come out on top. Not only does MyBookie host exclusive sports betting contests you can't find with any other book, but also the bonuses are insane. Crazy, even. Crazy. Insane. All of those words. All those great adjectives. If you sign up today with MyBookie.aj, use our promo code. Absolute DJ, and you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus money when you make your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Insane! Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Yeah, not much. Uh, surprisingly, lots of NBA stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We were so caught up in in all the baseball trade deadline stuff, and it was nice of the NBA to let baseball have its trade deadline and and be quiet for a little bit. You know, only had that minor little Russell Westbrook trade going on, but now things seem to be heating up in the NBA. I know our our staff reporter of the NBA, One Sex Panther, has got a lot of news to share. Well, I don't know if it's, I mean, I think there's a lot to talk about. I don't know if there's any breaking news because it's all out there. Everybody kind of knows. But we've got a lot of big names that are going to be free agents. They've opted out and this, that, and the other. But I think, for me, the interest isn't the guys like CP3 who will probably stay with Phoenix, Kawhi who will probably stay with LA. It's the guys that might be on the move that I want to talk about. So we'll we'll, uh, get into those guys as well. Well, don't keep us in suspense. Oh, well, we'll just jump into it then. So uh, the Miami Heat re-signed Goran Dragic so that they could potentially, what looks like, uh, do a sign-and-trade with Toronto to get Kyle Lowry. I think you know Kyle Lowry is definitely getting up there in age, but I think this is a great move for the Miami Heat to get a bona fide point guard down there to go with Jimmy Buckets and Bam Adebayo. Um, I think this could really, a healthy Lowry could really help the Miami Heat. What say you, Maximus Prime? He's my favorite player out there right now. Because you're right, if, if he's healthy, I think he's the biggest difference maker. I think that's out there right now. I love how this, this guy plays. Um, he leaves everything on the court. He is what you want in a basketball player. 
Like, honestly, I think that would be a huge get for Miami or any team. I know that there was talk for a while before the Lakers swung that deal for Westbrook that they were going to try to get Lowry and DeRozan mm. back together in, in Los Angeles. Uh, I think that would have been amazing if those two guys reunited. But DeRozan's still out there, and it's, it's quite possible that they could be reunited now in Miami or something. Uh, you know, San Antonio is, is completely open to, to, to trading DeRozan, and we know that um, – you know, uh, Miami has the ability to make some of these cool trades. So, yeah, listen, I, I congrats if Miami can pull it. Uh, as a Celtics fan, I would love to have Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Huge difference maker. And just, again, a solid basketball player that you want on your team if he's healthy. Mm. What else is going on, Panther? Uh, you know what we talked about? when the playoffs were happening and especially the shit show that was Ben Simmons. Now we're at that time now that does Ben Simmons get dealt. Um, there's like five potential trades out there and, you know, it's just all rumor speculation. Um, but one of the guys he's been repeatedly um, mentioned with is Damian Lillard, who I don't know if he can make up his mind, if he's happy, not happy what they're doing up in Portland. They did not re-sign Zach Collins. Um, so I, it makes me wonder if they're trying to free up some space to do something there. But what happens with Ben Simmons in Philadelphia and what happens with Damian Lillard? And if that is even, you know, a potential marriage there with, with trading them or anything. Uh, but those are two names that I definitely got an eye on. I've, I have scrambled my mind to figure out a place for Ben Simmons to go. And I can't think of a place. I, I honestly, unless he went to Portland and they unloaded Lillard, I just cannot think of a place where Simmons is a great fit. You know, one team that I think would be a good fit for him would be the Warriors. The problem is in the initial trade talks, Philadelphia wanted the world from from the Warriors, and the Warriors are like, "Fuck you!" Like, listen, Ben Simmons is good, but you're you're not getting two number ones, Wiseman, um, uh, who else did they want? Um, they, they wanted like half the fucking roster from, from Golden State, and it's just like, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, Daryl Morey, you're smoking some crack if you think you're going to get that much for Ben Simmons. He's a good player, but I I think teams are not going to give up that much for him. Knowing his history, knowing the issues that he's had shooting the ball, he's damaged goods at this point. He's Does he have potential? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but he's damaged goods. You're he's inheriting a goods. project. You're inheriting a project that you got to work on. You can't give away I too much it. for that. Just in the head. Yeah. Just in the head. You got to work on his head. And and my thing with trying to find a matching partner is you can't. In my most humble opinion. You cannot send him somewhere where you're taking the ball out of the stars' hands. That was our big knock on Westbrook going to the Lakers. Are you going to take the ball out of LeBron's hands? Well, if you, t- you take Ben Simmons and send him somewhere like Golden State, you're not taking the ball out of Steph Curry's hands. So then it becomes, what is Ben Simmons' real value? Because he's not a shooter. He's he's a facilitator. He needs the ball in his hands. So I'm I'm scratching my head trying to, like I said, if he goes to Portland and they deal Lillard, I can make sense out of that. McCollum plays the two anyway. But I'm trying to find a good play, a good landing spot. I think Ben Simmons probably does not get moved. Um, but another point, this is going to be a point guard centric trade debt, or it's not trade debt, free, free agency. Uh, Lonzo Ball is another name 
um, that's that's out there. And I've heard the Chicago Bulls for him, which I think would be a great fit for the Bulls with them, you know, them getting Vooch last year. Zach wants respect in his contract deal. Doesn't sound like he's going anywhere. Levine's going to stay there. Uh, if they were to add Alonzo Ball in Chicago, I think that would be uh, a monster play for the Bulls. But maybe I'm a little higher on Alonzo Ball than you guys are. What say you? <laughs> I think you're higher than I am. That's for sure. <laughs> a lot higher. If you know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, when, when you start to talk, talk, talk about Ben Simmons, then would you be eyeing up a team like Cleveland or a rebuild? Because, I mean, Colin Sexton wants out of Cleveland, right? And and you could definitely get Colin Sexton in part of a trade for Ben Simmons. Uh, probably some other pieces that Cleveland might be able to offer up uh, to you know, Philadelphia, they, they do, you know, from a salary cap standpoint, they can offer Kevin Love. And you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe a team like Cleveland is rebuilding. You can try to rebuild around Ben Simmons where pressure is off, right? There's no playoff pressure right there in Cleveland. So I don't know. But, but listen, uh, you know, I'm not too high up on Lonzo Ball. I think, see, I think, honestly, you look at that draft right now. Uh, I probably put Lonzo Ball slightly above Ben Simmons, not from potential, not from skill set, but just by on the court. Uh, he's given more. Like I think, I think Lonzo Ball is more passionate. He's he's trying to win games. I uh, I can't say that about Ben Simmons. In fact, if you wanted to compare the the top three guys in that draft pick, I, I put Lonzo Ball above Jason Tatum in regards to trying to win ball games and caring about winning ball games at that point. As much as I love Jason Tatum, and I think he's you know. He's literally a generational talent. I'm not saying Kyrie Irving generational talent, but he is a generational talent. He still has that missing gene of trying to win fucking games when it matters, whereas I think Ball does go out there and try to win. So you can say that about him. I think Lonzo Ball is who he is. I, I don't think there's – we've seen his upside. I really think he is who he is. Um, he's a great uh, ball handler, good distributor, plays – good enough defense, <clears throat> but um, I don't think we're, we've seen the best of him. I think the reason we knock Ben Simmons and we knock Tatum is because we expect more out of them. We've seen more out of them and we feel like they're not playing at their potential. And maybe, you know, Ben Simmons probably has to leave Philadelphia at this point. I don't know about Tatum. I, I don't, I think he's fine in Boston, but that whole Boston project now I'm kind of scratching my head on what they're even doing there. It's, uh, I don't know. It, I, from from what I'm understanding is they, they got uh, you know Chris Dunn who might just be dealt in another deal. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. If, if if Brad Stevens is doing anything, he's making things interesting because he's just trying to fucking trade, <laughs> trade and sign as many people as possible and figure out a fucking something that would work. I don't know. Um, I agree, man. Listen, I I love Marcus Smart. I think his days in Boston are probably numbered. Uh, I think he's the one trade asset that that the Celtics have, unless they unless they want to go big splash and and say, hey, Jalen Brown is 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 out there. You know, I think teams would fucking jump at Jalen Brown if he if he became available. But yeah, I, th- I think Boston has some big question marks, and you, know, you 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 kind of touched upon it with with Kawhi and, and and you know Chris Paul. They both opted out of big fucking deals. Forty four million dollars for Chris Paul, thirty six million dollars for Kawhi Leonard. The expectation is for them to re-sign and restructure their deals, renegotiate and get longer term deals with their existing teams. But I mean, do you trust Kawhi Leonard? Because I sure as fuck don't. 
I don't. I think this is. They must have had a deal in place. There must be some kind of trust or something going on because this guy just had his ACL worked on. He's going to miss a vast majority, if not all, of the twenty one twenty two season. Um, and he opted out with the expectation he'd get re signed. Uh, to me, they've got to have something going on behind closed doors that we don't know about. Um, Chris Paul, I think he wants to be in Phoenix. They flirted with it. They tasted it. They were two games away. Um, that, that's where he's going to be. They're going to re-sign him to a longer deal. And my guess is he was supposed to get, what, $44 million this year? My guess is he's going to do a team-friendly deal so they can maybe get some more assets in Phoenix and help them make another run. That That's my guess. Mm. Are they just one player away? One player away? From the whole thing, I mean, for forty-four million dollars, you can get several players. Forty-four. <laughs> do they need several I, I, players? <laughs> Listen, they 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 walked, and we've talked about this so many times. I think they're multiple players away. They got very very fortunate with the Clippers being injured, with Kawhi out, with Donovan Mitchell out, with Jamal Murray out. A healthy Nuggets team, a healthy Jazz team, maybe even a healthy Clippers team beats the Suns. And I think they know that, um, you know, Chris Paul is going to be another year older. The window's closing real quick on him. So yeah, I, I, he does a real team friendly deal and they can get some depth. They don't need stars. They probably just need a little bit more depth to compete with the depth that these other teams have. And they'll be right there. They'll be ready to chase another shot at it. You've been banging the depth depth drum for a while. And that's, I mean, we're seeing that that's going to be crucial. The way these guys are dropping, these players are dropping like flies. You've got to have depth. Especially mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, these playoffs, nobody. It's funny because we railed on the Bucks all season long about Giannis being out. Uh, Middleton missed quite a few games. Holiday was fairly healthy. But, man, come playoff time, uh, playoff time they were the healthiest team in the playoffs. You, you, you might even start looking at it. In terms of hockey, you might have a first shift and a second shift. You might have some some secondary players that might not even play with the star players. Like so, so say again, you get someone like Kyle Lowry on the Suns, who ends up being you know the leader of the second squad at that point. You know, and if something happens to Devin Booker, he gets promoted up into the you know the first line or something like that. Uh, I think you're going to start looking at things like that. And Denver, I think, was a big story of last year. Right? Uh, they they lose arguably their most dynamic scorer and they were fucked at that point as deep as they were they were still fucked so i think i think you guys are right is you're gonna start loading up on several players and and you know you're gonna have to have uh players being able to deal with the ego blow there you know maybe a couple guys that are still have a lot left in the tank that could be starters just taking that second squad position just to win a championship I think so. Yeah, I, I think that's the, that's the way it's got to go. Yeah. Max, there's one more little nugget you wanted to talk about. There was? Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. Hey, um, quickly, uh, I saw over um, maybe on Friday, Thursday or Friday, during all the, the baseball madness, that they officially made a rule change in the NBA that will stop the James Harden and, and, and Russell Westbrook uh, jumping into – defenders when you're up in the air taking hoisting up fucking stupid ass three pointers and just you get your opponent in the air and jumping into them they're getting rid of those fouls and i i for one love it i hate that shit it's cheap it's not basketball i fucking hate when when i see james harden flopping all about jumping up at three-point land so fuck him and thank god for this quote-unquote rule change 
<laughs> I view it as just piling on more rules. The, the rules are already there. It's going to come down to the officials on whether or not they enforce them. You know, it, it had been for the longest time. Uh, everybody knows Westbrook, Harden are the, the kings of this these bullshit plays where they're shooting threes and instead of jumping up or jumping back, they're jumping forward into guys. Um, the, the thing has always been whether or not they called it, right? And and the rule was, the rule was, it's it's a basketball play, a basketball move. Well, you watch some of this stuff and you just like, you take a deep swallow. You're like, what the fuck was that? Like the, the whole thing about this quote unquote rule change, it's, it's going to be whether or not the officials enforce it. That's where it's going to come into play. Oh, you take yeah. a what? I'm sorry. What was that, Panther? You take a what? I'm not giving Saxon Axie a gasp, a deep. <laughs> let it go. Just let that. Let's end it right there. That's a good place oh to stop. Oh my God. Uh, let's, oh my God. Let, let's take a break and talk about DJ and gear. Hey, if you, you want to be like Panther and take those, you know. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it because then then it, then it comes against me. That's what happens. When I quote Panther, then I'm the one that gets used in the song. So I'm not even going to say it. But hey, head over to AbsoluteDegeneration.com. Click on the DJ shop. Get your Moneyline Mafia t-shirt or hat. Be like Sex Panther. He's going to run line some games. I think he's got three fucking run lines coming up today. So you can be that Moneyline Mafia Don just like the Panther. You can keep the lights on around here and you can go full DGen. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0-1 to grams of net carbs, 5-11 to grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right, baseball. What have you got, Max, on all these games, these tons of games we're looking at? Uh, Well, we're going to talk Cleveland and Toronto. Absolutely. Heading into this weekend, the Blue Jays were a 500, quote-unquote, home team. They're now three games above 500 because they actually won three home games in a row. They swept the hottest team in baseball, right, Arch? <laughs> yeah, they did. The hottest team in baseball. They, did. they swept them. Now they're going to host a Guardians team that's just absolutely fading fast. I know 
the Guardians did manage to win a shootout against the White Sox, but it's probably the most offense they've put up in a month. Is a team that struggles to score runs. The Blue Jays can score runs, and they've got a fairly solid pitcher on the mound today in Robbie Ray. I know it's an incredibly chalky game. I know I'm going to eat this chalk. I know someone who is going to kind of satisfy his chalk threshold by 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 run lining it. But I'm going to take a ten dollar bet on the Blue Jays. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Who would do a run line on a Toronto minus two seventy? Like, uh, there's two things. You're either doing a lottery ticket with the Guardians, or you got to you got to bring this price down two seventy. It just tells me Vegas is screaming. Toronto's winning this game, and you're going to pay that premium to take them. I think they're winning this game. I think they're going to win it comfortably. Eli Morgan has been horrible. He's got a one and three record with a 7.47 ERA. Robbie Ray is a strikeout machine. The guardians are still without their manager for the rest of the season. And they have nothing to play for. They're not going anywhere. Um, and the blue Jays are scorching hot. So yeah, I am going to run line this one and jump on the blue Jays of the actual Toronto Canada. Oh, by the way, Arch, happy civic holiday, whatever the fuck that is. Mm, there you go. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the lottery ticket. I'm going to take the uh, the team that should be called the Spiders. Plus 231. It's debatable whether I have it or not. It's not the greatest bet. So I'm going to put $7.50 on Cleveland here. <laughs> it's like Philadelphia at Washington. Nats, they got <laughs> Josiah Gray as part of their deal for Max Scherzer, and he's going to get the start today. It's going to be his second start of the season. The Phillies going to put reliever Ranger Suarez on the mound. So the pitching advantage goes to, I don't know, Washington? I guess, maybe. I don't know. Philly has not played well, despite that sense of urgency to do so. Their, Their claim to fame this past weekend is managing not to get swept by the fucking Pirates. Facing a Washington team that's banged up. They've got nothing really to play for. They got their World Series out of their investment, and now they're looking to completely rebuild for the future. Phillies, they invested in one of the biggest contracts in Major League Baseball history. They brought in a World Series winning manager. If they fail to win a watered-down NL East, the Philadelphia fans will be patient, understanding, not call for everyone on the team to be hit with a sack of doorknobs or, you know, the complete opposite of that. This is a team that, that should be winning. This is a team in win-now mode, and hopefully they can win today. It would be their second road win on a row. You want to know how many times they did that this season? Three. Consecutive road wins three times this season. That's all they've done it. Hopefully they make it four. $10 bet on the Phillies. Yeah, I, I don't – I can't bet this game. I, it's going to probably turn into a bullpen game. It's clearly a bullpen game for the Phillies. I don't know how deep Gray goes for Washington. I literally had to go over here and look at Washington's lineup from yesterday just because, you know, they got rid of um, Schwarber, who's really been carrying them. But, you know, they, they still got Victor Robles. Juan Soto is a monster. Uh, Josh Bell. Uh, Carter Kaboom got uh, brought up from the minors. So th- this isn't a team that's – as watered down maybe as we think I, I'm you know we know the Phillies big moves were pitching moves though they went and got Kyle Gibson they got Ian Kennedy and I just think offense is what's going to win these games in the second half of the season so I, I'll lean the Nationals here but I'm I'm on six of the eight games and this is not one of them <laughs> oh man I'm gonna lean Washington here damn it I'm not gonna bet it it's I just can't quite I just can't quite get there 
I don't like this game. I, good luck, Max. It's it's such a coin flip here. Technically speaking, if you listen to uh, the Sunday episode, I should probably be in Washington with, yeah. with the metrics I've been uh, pulling on home dogs lately. Uh, and honestly, if you remove Arizona from that mix, the payouts are fucking insane for home dogs the last couple of weeks. <laughs> last game up for me talking about dogs. This one's an away dog. Baltimore at New York. Yankees just swept the Marlins in Miami, which should be a cause for celebration, right? No. Yay. No. <laughs> I guess what a win's a win. You play the teams in front of you or some bullshit like that. Right. But that offense still doesn't look right for the Yankees. And despite adding, you know, offense at the trade deadline, they got one of their pitching acquisitions on the mound today. Former angel Andrew Heaney takes the mound against two and 12 Jorge Lopez. It's sad when you got a starting pitcher on your team that makes the dark night look really fucking good. <laughs> His last outing, Lopez went two innings, gave up five runs against the fucking Marlins. <laughs> so here's a chance for the Yankees offense to show that their offense is better than it's looked recently. The problem is I think Baltimore can keep up. The Yankees score eight. I, th- I think the Orioles can score eight. You look at the season series so far, Baltimore has fucking played this Yankees team hard. Uh, look at the run differential over the last 10 games. Guess who has a positive run differential? The Orioles, not the Yankees. I think Yankees should win this one. They, they should win this one. But I think the value bet's on Baltimore. $10 bet on the Orioles. You know, if you didn't tell me what the line was, I'd actually call this probably an even game. You know, Haney is, was never very good with the Angels. I don't know what the Yankees saw in him, that they that thought it was a big splash to go get him. And as Max has mentioned, Lopez has been absolutely horrible. The Orioles are terrible on the road, 16 games under 500. The Yankees are slightly above 500 at home. But the line is what's triggering a bet for me, that the fact that the Vegas has the Yankees at minus 260 or thereabouts just screams the Yankees are winning this game and you're going to pay a premium to take them. So again, just like the Toronto game, you're either taking that lottery ticket with Baltimore or you're going to pay a premium, which, you know, Panther doesn't pay premium. So we'll run line this shit and hope the Yankees can get their bats together. And if you guys are paying attention, Joey Gallo just cannot hit the fucking ball ever since the home run derby. He's been absolute trash. I think he got his first hit in a Yankee uniform yesterday. He's not playing well. But I'm going to jump on the Yankees here on a run line, 20 bucks on the Bronx Bombers. So a game in your mind that's even, you're taking the run line. Vegas says to take it. Okay, okay. I'm going to lean Baltimore in this one. I can't quite I can't quite get there to trust him. It's way too chalky for the Yankees. I, don't, I can't trust the Yankees either. So I'll lean Baltimore, but I'm off this game. Those are my three. Oh, well, let's see what you left for me. Let's talk about San Francisco, Arizona. You know how much we we love betting on Arizona. Anthony Desclafini against Taylor Widener. Um, you know, the Giants have been kind of 500-ish since the uh, All-Star break. But against the Diamondbacks, I don't think it's going to matter. Desclafini has pitched pretty well. And the Diamondbacks, I mean, basically, this is just a a bet against the Diamondbacks. Think every time Arizona's on the board, if you just take the other team, you're going to win a lot of games. 33 and 73. They're 20, and they've only won 20 games at home. Uh, I think the Giants can get it done. And the 195 seems about right. So I'll jump on the G Men. 179. Oh. Value. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I think 195 sounds about right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 179 sounds like a fucking gift. Uh, 
I did not have a line on this when I ran my numbers before. I will still lean San Francisco with you. It's it's just hard to bet on Arizona. Um, but I mean, Widener hasn't been terrible, right? I mean, he's he's not been awful, has he? Has he been awful? Yeah. Four, 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 two. I mean, for Arizona pitching, it's actually probably staff ace. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the, I like this Caffini on the road though. So I, I'll lean San Francisco here, but yeah, I, I don't like this one. Yeah, I'm with you, Panther. I, I do think San Francisco probably wins the game, even though they, you know they haven't been looking too sharp. But come on, this is you're exactly absolutely right. This is a bet against Arizona more than it is a bet on San Francisco. So 15 bucks on the Giants. Nice, nice. Let's talk about a game where you guys are going to push back on me so hard. Um, Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. I know you guys like Pittsburgh, and they are. They're a thorn. They are a pain in the ass a lot of times. But when you actually look at their record, the pitcher, Bryce Wilson, pitching today, they're 17-35 and 35 on the road. So they're, they're not very good at all on the road. And then staff ace Eric Lauer going for the Brewers. Um, who, you know, we, we kind of joke is kind of a you download, listen to every episode. It's kind of a joke on something Max said several months ago, but Lauer actually pitched really well in the month of July, uh, slightly over two ERA and four games pitched. Uh, so he's really gotten it right. And I think guys like Burns and Woodruff as well as their pitching causes the other guys to step up their game. I think Lauer gets it done today. This is going to be my third run line for the day i gotta bring this 219 number down so i'm gonna run line the brewers at home you know i i like milwaukee here i want to bet milwaukee here there's two things that are preventing me from betting milwaukee here one is i already ate all that fucking chalk with toronto and i don't want to double dip on a chalk sandwich on the day and two (laughs) pittsburgh scares the fuck out of me Wilson has a 2.25 road ERA. Pittsburgh, they're just a thorn in team side. I think the Pirates might win a game in Milwaukee this week, you know, the, the start this week off. Um, oh, man, I'll, I'll lean the Brewers here, but this one, this one's kind of scary for me. I think you're on the right side. I mean, maybe not the run line, but I do think you're on the right side, Panther. I think Milwaukee probably wins the game. It's a game I pro- I should bet. I should bet Milwaukee, but it's a little too chalky. And, you know, Pittsburgh's just so fucking annoying. They're just, they are that gnat that just, you can't, it's always buzzing in your face and you can't seem to get rid of. So I'll lean Milwaukee here. Okay. Not as much pushback as I thought I was going to get. Let's talk about the Seattle Mariners at the Tampa Rays. Max's boy, Chris Flexen, is on the bump, but his road ERA isn't spectacular. Uh, but he only has to face Michael Walker. And th- this was another one of them where I was kind of looking at the line. And when I wrote it down, we'll see what Arch has. When I wrote it down, I had Tampa minus 177. Now I'm seeing Tampa minus 190. So Vegas is kind of agreeing with me. I want to jump on Tampa Bay at home uh, against the Mariners. Oh, man. I like Seattle in this one. I do. You know, it's it's hard to actually – Fade Waka at home, one point eight home ERA, uh, not not too fucking bad. I just I think that there's some value on Seattle. This is a team that you're expecting to just fucking fall off the face of the earth eventually, and they haven't quite yet. The line movement, though, I've seen now probably means that you're on the right side with with Tampa. This was kind of uh, an hour ago. I had the Seattle plus one thirty seven. It is it's fucking one sixty four now. Ugh. So you're probably on the right side. I'll still lean Seattle here. No, I like Tampa Bay an awful lot in this one. They're minus 180 right now. 
which I have them covering that against Seattle. So, yeah, I love this play. 15 bucks on the Rays, one of the hottest teams in baseball now. They go through those streaks. Wasn't it back in May when they won like 20 games in the month of May? Something like that, they, yeah. Yeah, they get they get on these crazy streaks. But um, I got one more game. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off and talk about Max's Mets. Mm. Um, so we got a little discrepancy here and I'm going to try and look it up, but, uh, so we got Tyler, uh, Taylor, Tyler, how do you pronounce it? McGill for the Mets going against the Marlins. Max says Jesus Lazardo is going to be the pitcher today. I'm still trying to find something to confirm it. The four letter network has it as undecided, but Lazardo, you know, this was a much heralded prospect that, that Oakland had. And uh, he just really has not panned out when he has pitched. It's not been good. And when he hasn't pitched, it's basically because he's constantly injured. McGill's pitched fantastically in the absence of DeGrom. He might be the, the uh, fifth guy. Now They've been, they might have a pitching depth problem now with Carrasco and McGill and Grom comes back and who the hell knows what happens with Syndergaard. I don't think he comes back, but I think the Mets and they're the, the two really worst offenses sans Pittsburgh uh, in major league baseball. I think the Mets can get it done. So I'll put 20 bucks on the Metropolitans. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Is I think it was like just three days ago that basically uh, the Marlins came out. I was like, yeah, don't expect Jesus Lazardo up here anytime soon. But uh, Sandy Alcantara was supposed to start off this series. He ended up pitching yesterday instead. So I think they're in a little bit of a bind to find a starting pitcher. And I think that's why Lazardo, uh, his name is being brought up. Um, I am seeing it on uh, a couple of sites. So we'll see. We'll see who the starter is. Um, I, listen, I, I mean, the Mets have to fucking win at this point. <laughs> The Mets have to fucking win. The Yankees just swept the goddamn fucking Marlins. The Mets, the Mets have to fucking beat the Marlins. So uh, I'll lean the nine Mets squadron here. I had to go hunting for a line for this one. I went over to Odds Jam. Our old friends at Odds Jam. It looks like uh, Mets minus one forty three, Marlins plus one thirty is the best you can get right now. Both sides. So that's what you got. Minus one forty three. I- I'm gonna lean the Marlins in this one. Uh, the Met. I've been backing the Mets far too often, and I've been paying for it dearly. So I'll, I'll lean the Marlins here. Um, I guess I sarcastically say that's all I got. Sarcastically say. All right, well, I that, mean, the, is there one game? Did I leave anything left? Uh, Gerardo wants to know Yankees over. Uh, Nine and a half. No. No. I mean, like, like Max has talked about, and, and we, we talked about this pre-show, you, you look at the numbers, the Yankees are mildly, ever so mildly above the Mets. When it comes to run production, run scored, this is a team that is feeding off of a reputation that is probably long gone. Um, They can't hit for average. They can't generate any runs on the base pass. This is a team that struggled to score against the Marlins that I don't, the Yankee, this is not a good Yankee team. They'll score four against Lopez in the first inning. He'll get pulled and then they won't score for the rest of the game. So there you go. Max says, take the under Yankee team total of five and a half. (laughs) There you go. All right. So we talked about baseball. We talked about a little bit of basketball rules, basketball trades. But Max, that is it. That is it. Hey, download the DJ's app for Android iOS. Listen to anything but our picture picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you listen. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Oh, it's Panther Parlay time. We will throw together the San Francisco Giants, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Metropolitans. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay for today. Then you can jump on the website or the app. Click on that social degeneracy tab. Shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler back. 
But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 